It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we're admitting to some strange addictions. Tom combs his hair with a fork and puts cold stuff on his head. Yeah, that's not an addiction. Okay. Those are just quirks. Those are some quirky things. My strange addiction is that I order over 2,000 Mentos every month and eat them. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes so, I run out before the end of the month. Except for the orange ones, which I have a huge bag yeah, full I, of the orange. I don't like the orange ones so much, so I just save those. Well, we're getting phone calls, too. Of you people admitting to some strange addictions like finishing off drinks at the bar or a restaurant <laughs> when you're just walking past them. Uh, people mentioned body piercings. We got some text on their strange addiction. Nasal spray. Oh, I used to be addicted to the Afrin. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Tom. It'll give you nosebleeds. I did it so much it was making my nosebleed. It was scary. I never had nosebleeds. Wow. Uh, addicted to shopping. All right. <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> Okay, plastic surgery was mentioned. Exercise. (laughs) Is that a strange addiction? That's a weird one. (laughs) I see people jogging at 530 in the morning up my street. They have flashing lights on their back, so I won't hit them. They (laughs) really need a support program for those people. They do, don't they? Pulling hairs out. I guess they get stressed out and they pull hairs. Sometimes with a split end, I like to break it off. It's kind of therapeutic. mm -hmm. When you got that little wild hair you didn't know and you grabbed the tweezers. (laughs) It keeps coming. It keeps coming. Okay. So, (laughs) taking calls this morning on your strange addictions. What's yours? Oh, this is hard because, like, I know my friends are listening. Um, One weird addiction that I have is, like, picking my scabs. Like, I really like to pick my scabs. (laughs) Is that really weird? I don't think so, Kate. I don't think so. Therapeutic. That's gross. Uh, not really. You have to be careful, though, because if it's still hanging, you can pull skin off. <laughs> or it starts to bleed again. Oh, okay. Now, I do like to do the sunburn thing where, you know, peel a sunburn. Yes. That's yes. kind of uh, satisfying. Yeah, totally. All right. <laughs> I don't think that's that weird, but yeah. that's cool. Unless it's someone else's scabs. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying your friends might be listening right now. You want to go ahead and tell us your name? <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> Um, Kristen? She just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you. All right, well, thanks for your call this morning. All right, thank you, guys. B93.7, hello. Yeah, hello. Hey! <laughs> What's your strange addiction that you're willing to share? Uh, I, I don't know if you would exactly call it an, an addiction, but it's a thing I just kind of find myself doing. Um, uh, I, I eat on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like you put the lid down and spread your food out on it? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you know, so I have a cheeseburger or a sandwich or something, and I'm just going about, and I'm like, yeah, I got to go. And I just like find myself like sitting down there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still eating the, the cheeseburger. <laughs> it's like leaving your car running while you're filling it up with gas. Oh, my. You got to go in and out all at the same time. Why waste that opportunity of time? <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll eat candy on the toilet, but oh, no. it's very rare that you find me with a bucket of KFC between my legs. Yeah, yeah, I haven't tried that yet, but I'll. <laughs> hey, you know what? Next time you're at the toilet, you can just turn around and use the back part of it as a little uh, eating area, a little desk, a little dinner tray. Put your food. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Just uh, you need to glue a dinner tray to the back of it. I think that's what I'm going to do. Put some L brackets in. Yeah, no, no. Here's what you do. You got your toilet paper right there, and put your cup holder. <laughs> right beside your toilet paper. Yeah, right. That is a weird well, addiction. You know.
And I like that whole idea, you know. It's kind of, <laughs> takes time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Multitasking yeah. is what you call it. You well, that is a weird uh, whatever you want to call it. Thanks for being a part of the Hawk and Tom show this morning. We love you. Hey, we love you too. <laughs> Hawk and Tom, good morning. Good morning. Is this Hawk and Tom? Yeah, what's yes, your ma'am. strange addiction? My strange addiction is I eat chalk. Oh, Ooh, you got pica or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Every time I finish a meal, I have to have a piece of chalk, and the best kind is Big Lots. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen a doctor about this? I, I've seen the doctor, and he says as long as it says non-toxic, have at it. Oh, okay. wow. So the kids are out there with the chalk on the driveway, and you're like, hey, move over, kids. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> How do you ask for the dessert yeah, so menu? <laughs> Restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> you ask for the kids' menu. <laughs> okay, so you eat chalk. That's a strange addiction. I must say, you know, some of those Valentine candies, they taste like chalk. Those little heart things. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, it, it, it needs to be yes. um, a lot. Now, now, honestly, what does chalk taste like, ma'am? I've never had it. It's, they... it's, a, it's the gritty... Um, it, there's really no taste to it, but it's just the grit that I like. Right. See, and that's what I don't like about Tums is that texture. Oh, see, that's what he wanted me to eat Tums. <laughs> why, why don't you eat Tums? And I'm like, no, that doesn't satisfy me. <laughs> so that gritty texture, you you know what? You would love Tori's cooking. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> These biscuits are a little gritty. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mix them. <laughs> All right. We love you. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Love you. Bye Have bye. A good day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, at least I don't feel as bad about myself now. <laughs> There's some weird things going on here in the upstate. Uh, Paige from Lawrence, yeah. she says she's got our back, that she loves popping her man's pimples, too. Oh, it's therapy, man. Oh, it's man. so much fun. Just like, yeah, Come on. I man. love it. It's fun. I'm trying to have a biscuit here. Come here, Hawk. Let me get that one on your forehead. That is not... You need some cream for no. your business? <laughs> <laughs> some mayonnaise. Uh, no. Okay, let's move on. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, the internet is great for showing you things that you didn't know before, and sometimes there's nifty little tricks that are somewhat genius. Like, if you take a soda can yeah. and you turn the pull tab around so that the circle is sitting over the top of the hole, it will hold your straw there for you. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't ever drink out of a can with a straw, but if yeah, I did, that right. would be handy, right? Okay, I agree, because it moves around on the big hole. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm sure you've probably experienced that before well, yeah. with a soda can and I a like straw straws. that just slops around in that hole. Mm-hmm. Now... Um, Another thing that you may have seen online are various different tips on how to do things with cars, doors, windows, pretty much anything in your house. But this latest trick, I have some issues with. Okay. I think you should always be careful with TikTok. (laughs) But uh, this is a video that's gone viral where a guy shares a trick for opening a difficult lid off the top of a jar. So you get out a brand new jar of jellies or, or preserves or something. And that sucker just won't come off no matter how hard you try. Mm-hmm. So he shows a trick where you take a spoon, you put it up between the glass and the metal lid, uh-huh. and you pry from the side so that it pops that seal. Oh, and yes. once you do, it's pretty easy to open. I have problems with that. First of all, my first question is, is there an easier way to do this? And I think there is. 
Second of all, is there any danger by doing that? Yes, it's very easy. In fact, it even says as a warning, it says if the glass breaks or shatters, you'll have a huge mess. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. cut yourself. You almost for sure ruin the jelly or jam because now you don't know what the glass pieces are. But I don't think that would work on every jar, like a mason jar. That thing screws down so much that I don't think... It's, it's just going to depend if you can a, pop that seal yeah, or not. Yeah, small tops like the jellies. Well, and your granny makes those sweet pickles, and they're so sweet. It's got so much sugar at the top. That's what's still in there. It's stuck on there. Well, the thing is, is there's a better way to do it. And I'm sure you've probably even heard of it before. What would you do if you can't get a lid off? Call my husband. <laughs> that's a, that's one of the first ones. I'll call Tori's husband. Okay, <laughs> it ain't nothing worse. And when you're sitting there and you're struggling, your uh, you know your eyes are popping out and you're trying to get in there. You finally give it to that person. And it's the old jokes like, and they immediately open it. Oh, yeah. I, I loosened it up. Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you, I do have this little rubber mat made for opening jars. A little bit square mm-hmm. rubber thing. And I, if I'm having issues, that always works. It gets a grip on that jar. Well, you can do it that way if you got it out in the garage, those vice grip things. Not that you, the best choice. Where you just put it between. Uh, yeah. Another way to shatter it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful. Here's a simple way. Turn, and the only thing that's bad about this is if you have hot water that takes forever. But turn your sink on hot water. Hold the lid under the hot water for a few seconds and rotate it around so that it's nice and evenly distributed, the heat. And usually it will open up simply after that because the glass and the metal expand at different rates and the metal expands much faster. So that makes the lid suddenly bigger and looser and it's easy to turn off. This is like everything else I see online where I'm like, this is brilliant. I have to remember it. And then a week from now when I need it, it's yeah, gone. It's yeah. out of the memory bank. And it's like, John! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. it just seems dumb to me to, do it, to use a method that could shatter the jar, hurt yourself, ruin your jelly when there's methods that are much safer. And that have been around forever. Yeah, like getting jelly packs from a restaurant. You just have to pull off that little tab on the top. And that's mm-hmm. annoying, too, though, because sometimes they squirt everywhere, and sometimes they don't have the flavor you want. Well, sometimes you can't get that package open, either. It's like you're trying to tear it. That's true, that little plastic part. Let me see that jelly roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just did this to help out today because I feel like people are going to go grab a spoon, pry it between the metal and the glass, and break something whenever they could have just put it under hot water. Yeah. Or buy a little mat. Little or buy one of those mats. rubber mats Kato yeah. has. Or they make a thing that goes under your yeah. counter that's kind oh, of a yeah. strong plastic or rubber, that's and you true. just slide it up till it locks yeah. into place, and then you twist the jar. Or you can call John, Toy's husband. <laughs> yeah. We're going to post that on our Facebook fan page, <laughs> John's number. Here are your options. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, I saw somebody the other day just throw some litter out their window of their car, and it just made, a, I don't know, just ran all over me. That is gross. Now, when you say it ran all over you, like it hit you? And I, well, sometimes it, it's been known to. What do you mean by that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you see somebody throw something out. I was, I was angry about it. I'm oh. Like, you know what? We're trying to keep this place nice. It uh, should be yeah. perfectly acceptable to pick up that trash and throw it back in their car. It is, but good luck. Sometimes <laughs> you will see like a big bag of trash that fell off a truck or something, and it'll you know be all over the 
road. Oh, yeah. That'll irritate you. That's pretty rare, but I do see that people just throw stuff out, and it does make me very angry, or it runs all over me. <laughs> um, but my father-in-law is the person I know that feels the strongest. He would beat you up if he saw you littering. <laughs> well, science says there's a new way to stop people from dumping things where they shouldn't, or littering. Okay. So some universities, they did some research, and they handed out pamphlets where eyes were clearly printed on the front of the pamphlets, and some that weren't. Okay. And, of course, the ones that had eyes on them, they felt like someone was watching them, so they would throw those in the trash. They wouldn't throw them down. But if they didn't have eyes on them, they would just throw them on the ground. Why would you even do that? Any piece of paper you drop, pick up. But okay. what's weirder is that that made a difference. Yeah, I know. So right. we should just put eyes on everything. Yeah, just put eyes, like those little googly eyes you get. Like you, see like you get a Starbucks cup and it has eyes on it, yeah. and people will throw it away pro- properly. And it'd be funny to see the googly eyes on those cups. <laughs> well, you got Wendy's looking at you on the Wendy's bag. Oh, that's true. So, and and you character. never see Wendy's stuff on the road. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to that. We need to do our own research, don't we? You know, what else? Is out there that has like eyes looking at you. Like, well, the you know what the Kentucky Fried Chicken symbol, I, you, he doesn't look, oh. but he doesn't look at you. It's kind of weird. The he Colonel, have, yeah, the Colonel. Yeah. He doesn't have. A, he has his glasses on, but I don't know. Now the Dairy Queen Dilly Bar kind of yeah. could be an eye. <laughs> okay, That's Starbucks true. technically has eyes on the logo. Okay, the little, yeah, the mermaid. That lady has yeah. them. It looks demonic. I'm not seeing a lot of eyes on logos. CBS kind of looks like an eyeball. Okay, but there's nothing like CBS <laughs> company. <laughs> Playing left field. What, who, me? Yeah. yeah. Have you not seen the CBS logo? I know, I know the, it is an eyeball. It is an eyeball. But they don't have trash you throw out. Well, they say that the presence <laughs> of the eye images encourages cooperative behavior, and we think that it's because someone is, or we feel like someone's watching us, and that's why they wouldn't throw those away. So we need to put eyes on buggies then, so people return them yeah, return to them, the yeah. cart. Return. Uh, Tom. Well, <laughs> I didn't steal it. I know you didn't steal it, but return it back to where it needs to go. It was in the right parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's no excuse. It's a Target buggy in the Walmart parking lot. I didn't lot. want. No, I would never do that. <laughs> they say that uh, we behave better and more honestly when we feel like we are being observed or being watched. Well, that's logical. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you think there's a camera on you, you're going to behave differently than if you think no one can see you. Mm-hmm. You ever been in someone's home for a while and then you notice the camera and you're like, oh gosh, what have I done since I've been here? Yeah. You start playing it back in your head. <laughs> no, think Me so. either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was house sitting and I walked to the master bathroom you know, was using it. <laughs> yeah. Go to wash my hands and realize there's a little camera right there on the countertop. Oh, my, my bathroom. Oh, dear God. Why so, would they have that? Well, the thing is, it wasn't connected. They had sat uh, it there. Oh, oh just, just to make sure the person watching the house didn't use a master restroom. That's what they told you. They told, well, mm. yeah, they, that's right. They did tell me it wasn't connected. So. Yeah, you know, maybe you could put those minion eyes. You know the minion eyes that, that they have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love those Put guys. those on bananas pills and stuff. Great. Yeah. This whole time, I've been searching for companies who have eyes in their logos. Well, it's got to have a person like a No, character. there's almost none. Mm. I mean, there's virtually none. Just pull up restaurants real quick. You'll see all kinds of them. Like we said, Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken. I bet if you put that Burger King king on the bag. It's oh, creepy. Yeah, you <laughs> won't want to throw it out. It's creepy. I would never order there anymore. He terrifies me. I love Burger King. Yeah, I don't want him watching. 
Okay. Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, here's the best you could find. KFC, I think he technically oh, has eyes. Hooters. Those aren't <laughs> eyes, Hawk. What? <laughs> Those are not eyes. That's an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Look closer. Okay. Oh, please don't. <laughs> um, you, you think Popeyes. Yeah, Popeyes. I don't see eyes in the eyes in it. Okay. Well, uh. if you want, I guess, the kids to clean up around the house or something, just put eyes on stuff. Put the googly eyes on them. They'll throw them away properly, not leave them sitting on the counter. But I do think they should have more drive-up trash cans. You know, in some restaurants, you're leaving the drive-through, yeah. and there's that trash can you could uh-huh. throw stuff I, out I right there. I think that's a good idea, just to have them up along the interstate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and put some eyes on them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so KFC and Wendy's is really about that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. Even Chick-fil-A didn't have, they have the cows, but... Well, but not on the logo. Not on the logo. You can't do that for Chick Fil A. God's watching you there. <laughs> no, you, all you gotta do is give it to the person that works there, and they'll go, "Oh, it's my pleasure to throw that away for you." <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. If you drink, I've got a tip for you on how come you may be getting drunk faster <laughs> than you thought you should be. I'm listening. Kato jumped right up when I said that. <laughs> all right, so let's say you go out, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I don't think I drank more than usual, but I got hammered tonight. Did someone slip me something? What's going on here? Okay, I, I do know at times when I, if I start early, then I won't eat dinner, and mm. that always causes an argument. That will or definitely cause somebody it. continuously buying shots. That will cause it, too. Yeah, that, <laughs> and then uh, also um, I have been drugged before at a bar, I think. Very, oh. I very much think I have. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Because okay. <laughs> people are like looking at Cato and going, we will get him drugged and oh, take advantage you did, of him. You did. This was my husband at our work Christmas party. He doesn't drink, he doesn't party, and yeah. something happened while we were there that ended up him crawling to the Uber at the end of the night. I know what happened. Oh. It starts with the letter K. Well, and he was like, I don't know what happened. Tori didn't drink nah, that nah, much. Nah. And one of our friends goes, "Um, he slammed like four whiskey shots back to back. I have learned at our company parties, you do not stand at the bar because uh, somebody, <laughs> yeah. I won't say Dave's name, <laughs> likes to just order an order. And so does Roy. Yeah. So, and John, he sat at the bar. That was the mistake. <laughs> My okay. buddies make fun of me when we're playing poker because I can't even, I mean, I can drink two or three Swiss sips and I'm tipsy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, this isn't going to apply to you, I don't, I don't yeah. think. Turns out if you have your drinks mixed with sugar-free drinks, you will get drunk faster than if you have your drinks mixed with regular drinks, like a soda. Yeah, I don't do mixed drinks. Well, you may not plan on, okay, I say you may not plan on having a a sugar-free soda or a zero-calorie, but sometimes you don't know. And I have family that that uses the diets, Mm -hmm. and I actually had a couple of those over the weekend uh, but I didn't notice it did anything. It's the only ones I had. Who wants to do a Diet Coke shot? <laughs> <laughs> now, like there's a, a scientific reason uh, for this. Yeah. Uh, according to a doctor, it's all about the sugar versus the artificial sweetener. The sugar in regular sodas makes it so that your stomach empties slower into the small intestine, which slows down the alcohol getting to your bloodstream. Diet Coke and other soft drinks, artificial sweetener, does not slow anything down. It just goes right on through because the stomach doesn't have to process it like it does sugar. So that means the alcohol gets into your bloodstream much faster, 
And therefore, when you drink a drink mixed with a diet soda, you get drunk much faster. So save money, drink vodka, sugar-free Red Bull. That's Got right. It. I'm about to save so much money. Who wants mm. to go out? I do. Kato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to ask him. <laughs> and you're going to have a drunk on your hand, though, because she's going to be tore up a lot sooner in the night than she th- thought she would. I'm going to be a woo girl real yeah. quick. Because I, I used to do apple, I mean, um, Red Bull and vodka, and that's just... The vodka tries to tear you up, and the Red Bull's keeping you awake <laughs> longer than you should be awake. Now, yeah. I've seen Cato bring the Jello shots to some of the parties, too. Yeah. So do you just need to do the no-sugar-added Jello from now on. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I had the sugar. Uh, yeah. I, that's good. That'll slow it yeah, down. I had the sugar. Oh, okay. But um, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking that for me, I just don't like sugar-free, so I'm pretty safe there. Mm -hmm. But if you've ever gotten really drunk and you didn't know why, you're like, I don't think I was drinking more than usual. It could have been that they used sugar-free drinks. You might not have tasted it with all the alcohol in there, and so it didn't go through your stomach like normal. See, I wondered what happened to me uh, on Sunday. I did Sunday fun day. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but I think it's because I started at 11 a.m. You, know, you think yeah. that's it, not could the diet be, drink thing? I don't know what time I got home yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, it could be the uh, diet. Though you look great, you've lost pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat. Woo, I'm a little tipsy though. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. I want to talk about something that affects us all daily. All right, and that is some of the things that you post on social media. Oh boy! All right, Americans on their social media regrets. Now, Tom, you are a guy that you share a lot. I yeah, mean, I give a lot of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Oversharing on Facebook, and there's a reason why that we do that. Researchers at Harvard used an MRI and found that when people answered questions about themselves, the reward center of their brains lit up like crazy. In other words, talking about yourself makes you feel so good for some reason. And so you see all those likes or something when people are saying, oh, I like that. It makes you feel good. Especially, yeah, because they're agreeing with you. They're going, hey, I agree with you, and you're in the right. You know, I don't post a lot, but when I do, I I recently post a selfie, and I don't ever do that. And I had 160-something likes. Well. And I'm like, it does make you feel good. That filter worked, didn't it? Maybe they want me to do this every day. (laughs) 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 Then suddenly you start getting three likes, and you're like, oh, all right, maybe I won't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But do you ever post something, and you're like, oh, I'm going to try to figure out how to take it off. Or hide the post. Oh, I can delete it. See, okay. I'm not great about that. There's a way to do that. I know, and I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I don't want to post that, what I just said. I posted something this weekend that I had no idea would get as much attention as it did. I went to uh, Golden Lanes Bowling, and we went in to go, and my son was going to skate, paid the three bucks or whatever it is, and we got in, and his friends weren't there, and they didn't get there till too late, so we just turned around, we were going to leave. Yeah? I didn't ask for money, I didn't ask for my money back or anything, because I'm like, it's our mistake. We got there early, they weren't there, and so we were leaving. Uh Uh-huh. And the guy gave me my money back, even though I didn't ask for it. Oh. So I posted a quick thing saying, hey, that's a class act. They didn't even, they didn't have to give that money back, but they did. 
And it got so many comments. Well, I think because people love positivity, and usually, especially on Facebook, which is where you post that, it's just negative everywhere you say, look. Especially from you, no one expected positivity. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> negative comments about bowling shoes? Come on. <laughs> All right. So Americans on their social media requests. Well, I was thinking about you know your fashion when you're bowling. That's not the big fashion statement. Yeah. Know. Well, actually, it was skating rink. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But Golden Lanes is actually where they ended up. It's confusing, yes. 57% of people who use social media say they have posted or texted something that they regret afterwards. Yes. Only 57%? You ever go through your memories? <laughs> yes. It's just a long <laughs> list of regrets. I delete from there. <laughs> Me too. Maybe 10 years ago, and I'm like... Gosh, what was I thinking when I deleted that one from 10 years ago? Well, 16% of the people surveyed regret a post at least once a week. Wow. So they're doing it like constantly. That's when you're not learning. Yeah. You know, though, sometimes you get emotional and you feel like that you just need to vent and that's not the place to do it. That's why I get upset when someone who said something, you know, 20 years ago are now being canceled today. Yeah. Because they probably had one bad day. They vented forgot about it because yeah, they're not yeah. checking their memories, and then it comes back to haunt them, and they probably wouldn't even say anything like that today. You know what else is that you get online and you forget that there's everybody watching. You just think it's you and the person that's arguing. So you're like having this <laughs> argument, and you forget there's like a crowd of people watching you argue right. just waiting for one mistake to jump on you. Y'all need more anxiety because those are the exact thoughts that go through my head every time I post anything. Like, what's somebody going to say? Yeah. Well, then what are they going to respond to that being said? Oh, my God. That's the opposite of me. I'm in the mo- <laughs> I'm all in the moment, and I'm like, what yeah. are you guys doing here? <laughs> yeah. How did they see this? It's like you could be in like the Olympics for arguing, Tom. Yes. <laughs> that's and I would not get nervous by people watching. That's, I just try to post funny memes. Yeah. It keeps me from putting anything personal <laughs> on If I have to write something personally, I'm like, I'm afraid of my grammar's not going to be correct. <laughs> I'm calling an attorney. <laughs> so, <clears throat> actually, Cato, heat of the moment. That's yeah, people exactly. offended a friend. They said 15%. 14% said they made it heat of the moment that offended many people. Yeah. Tom. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's only 14% says that. So, it's kind of surprised me. 36% said I didn't properly consider a response, and I sounded foolish when I made the response. Oh, wow. Or when I made that yeah. statement, I looked foolish. So that's why they regret posting that. Yeah, that sucks. When you think you had a really good one, and then someone rips it to shreds, oh, you're right. like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah. I did not think that through. <laughs> Delete the whole post at that point. <laughs> it's kind of like when you have a conversation, too, and you'll think about that for two or three days, like, oh, I should have said that. Mm-hmm. And so you go back and you repost, and no one's there to watch the argument anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know? they all went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they say if they've been, uh, I guess, pictures and messages they have sent has affected a relationship or a family with a family member or partner and then another like 25 percent shared a picture message that may have affected the reputation at work wow that's heavy yeah it's a lot of weight to carry when you're just posting on facebook i'm sorry tom (laughs) (laughs) i ain't good at posting that stuff i've come to the conclusion that getting on twitter is the dumbest thing you can do and we still do it there is literally zero upside to posting on Twitter yeah. and tons of downside. Yeah. You okay. can easily lose your job, your yeah. career, like, your wife. Yeah. 
just from something you post on Twitter, but there's unlikely that anything good will come from it. So why do we do it? Yeah. Many times I walk into the room and I just apologize to Tom. <laughs> like, Tom, I'm sorry. I said something yesterday because we're associated so closely together. Right. <laughs> I thought she was apologizing for the upcoming day. I'm sorry for what I may say yeah, today. What I might put on there today, Tom. <laughs> In the heat of the moment. I can't get that mad. I write some pretty dumb stuff, too. And I'm associated with it. People's like, I saw what you wrote. I'm like, that was not me. That was him. What's worse is when he doesn't sign it. And I'm like, great. Now we're all to blame. I know. I know. <laughs> Edit. From Tom. <laughs> Those hateful people on the Hawk and Tom show. Mm-hmm. It's just one hateful person, okay? We're going to point it out right now, and he's sitting beside me. It's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7.